You're listening to the Sex Life Unleashed podcast, the show that combines personal development strategies and practical advice to unleash your sex life. I'm Dr. Stephen DeWitt, and with over a decade of experience as a sexologist, I've helped hundreds of women create the best sex of their lives, and I want to do the same for you. If you want to turn obstacles into opportunities, and hopefully into some amazing orgasms, you're in the right place, because the best sex of your life is still to come. Yes, and we're back with another episode. Thank you so much for joining me. Today we're gonna be dropping into the world of sex toys and lube. And today's episode, I'm not gonna be sharing my wisdom with you. I'm gonna be sharing questions that you could ask yourself so you can discern what types of pleasure products and lube work for you, your situation, your body, and what turns you on. So I hope you enjoy it because we're getting into the holiday season, so there may be some gifts that you wanna purchase for yourself after listening to this episode. So enjoy and get ready to take some notes. I've included a cheat sheet that you can download for free. You can check out the show notes below or visit sexlifeunleashed.com toys. Let's get into it. The inspiration for this episode comes from a current place and a place from my past. I often have women reaching out to me being like, hey Steven, I wanna buy sex toys, what should I buy? And I'm always honored that those questions come to me, but at the same time, I'm looking at it from a point of view of, I don't know what works for you. And I'm a cisgendered male, so I don't have the same body parts that you do, so I can't even fathom what is going to work for you. So that's what happens to me. Maybe a couple times a month I get those questions from women, but... I remember, we're going back maybe uh, five, six years ago. I had a partnership with, I can't remember exactly who it was with, but it was with either WeVibe or Lalo, one high-end pleasure product company. And they said, Stephen, we want you to write an article about the best sex toys for women. And again, (laughs) I was struck with, Jeez, like women don't want to hear a man mansplaining female pleasure sex products for them. So what I did is I reached out to Carlisle, who is a wonderful proprietor and owner of Good For Her here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I said, hey, I'm writing this article can you support me through this? Because she's got years of experience and knows this side of sex education far better than anybody that I know. So I partnered with her and together we created an article and everybody was happy at the end of the day. And, And I own that one of the things that works well for me is I'm really good in educating and transforming and working with women, but there are areas that I'm not an expert in. And so I always find it helpful to just own what I don't know and then go to the people who are the experts and who are the people that have spent their life in this area to be able to complement and and supplement the education that I'm providing to people. So, you know, a little bit of the back history of why today's episode is coming up, but I think there's some interesting questions and that's where I'm going to start because I don't know what works for you. You are the expert in your own sex life, not me. 
What I'm skilled in is having you tap into that expertise, removing the things in your past that have blocked you from being fully self-expressed, and being able to create and communicate that with your current partner or partners in your future. So let's start off with the questions, because I love asking questions because you have the answers. You just gotta like find them deep inside you and pull them out and then be able to have them come alive and real in your sex life. So if we're talking about the world of sex toys and pleasure products and you're like, Steven, I go on Amazon and there's like 5,000 different options. How do I know? Because it's not like you're gonna return those things, right? So. Some of the questions that I find really helpful to ask yourself is what kind of stimulation, what kind of pleasure turns you on right now? That's question number one. Start from what you already know. What has you hot? What turns you on? What gets you wet? What gets you in that mindset? What kind of stimulation do you like? So the most common ones would be vaginal or clitoral stimulation. It could be anal, it could be nipples, but heck, in the whole variety and vast world of sexual self-expression, it could be your elbow. It could be your toes. I remember there was a woman, I was speaking at a conference here in Toronto, and this has gotta be maybe three or four years ago now, and she came up to me afterwards and she really enjoyed my presentation. And she's like, Stephen, I got, I got something that I need to share with you and, and get your thoughts on it. I was like, sure, absolutely. She says to me, Stephen, I orgasm through my scalp. And I was like, I, I, I beg your pardon? She's like, I orgasm through my scalp. Like when my scalp gets massaged, that's what turns me on and that's how I orgasm. And I was like, wow. I was like, okay, thank you for, for, for telling me. Thanks for letting me know. And she's like, so it makes it really awkward when I go get my hair done. The person's massaging my scalp or I'm getting my hair shampooed. And I was like, yeah, I could see how that could cause problems. Anyway, she just wanted to share. And that's often what I find is for me is people want to share things because it's a safe space that they can't really tell anybody else in their life. So wherever that part of your body that likes being turned on or that stimulates you or gets you in that sexual place, that's the place where you start. When you're on your journey of exploring and finding out the sex toy that's going to work for you, start from that place. And then you can move into the second question to ask yourself is, so I know the area of my body or areas of my body that get me turned on, that help me get wet, that get me thinking about my fantasies and really enjoying that place. The next question to ask yourself is, what type of stimulation? So that could be vibration, that's very common. It could be rotation, it could be sucking, it could be licking. So there's a product that came out and. I think like a year ago, two years ago, called the Womanizer, and it's this sucking, and it's supposed to go on the clitoris. Some people have raved about it, and you can see lots of people online talking about it, and then there's licking. There's an actual product that has this tongue or several tongues that rotate around and around and around. But again, you find out what works for you. I would invite you to steer away from people online being like, oh my God, this is the best thing. This is the best sex toy. This does all the, the things and blah, 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 blah. Because your pleasure is unique to you. You've heard me say this before, you have a unique sexual fingerprint. 
So just because there's an influencer or, or someone who occurs as a sex educator or maybe super sexy or sexual online that says this is the best thing, they don't know your body. Unless they do know your body and you've had sex with them. But if they have a following of 100,000 people, maybe they've had sex with two of those people who follow them or 10 or whatever, but not the vast majority. So that person doesn't know your body. So question number one is, what, turn, what part of your body enjoys being stimulated? Question number two is, what kind of stimulation do you like on that body part? The next question to think about is, how loud or how quiet do you want that sex toy? You gotta think, do I have roommates? Do I live with my family? Are the walls that separate me from my neighbor really thin? How discreet do I need to be? Am I gonna be traveling with this thing? Another thing to think about is how big are we talking? There are mounted sex toys where you ride it like a saddle. There's power tool sex toys. And then that goes to the other end, which are very, very small, like lipstick vibrators. You can keep it in your purse and it just looks like a lipstick. Or there's something called the Vespa and it's actually a necklace. It has a long kind of cylinder at the end of it, which actually vibrates. So people can actually wear that as a necklace and it looks cool. So you gotta think about how loud or how quiet do you want it to be? You gotta think about how big or how small you want it to be. Now, if you're just exploring and trying things out, start small and work your way up. I say that people's eyes are bigger than their orifices. So you can always get bigger, but you know, if you get something that's too big, it's not gonna bring you that pleasure and then it's not like you're going to return it. The other thing to think about is, is this gonna be something that you use on your own? Or is this gonna be something that you use with a partner? And why this is important is, I always like to think about the future and, and be like, hey, how many opportunities or options are there? But thinking about the grip or the handle of the actual product and the access that it can provide to you or to your body. The other thing to uh, take in mind, if you do have any challenges physically, any injuries, any disabilities, thinking about what is going to work best for you and how you can work around any kind of design flaws maybe in the product that is actually gonna serve you and honor you where you're at in your life. Another question to ask yourself is, what kind of material do I want the sex toy to be made out of? And there is anything and everything. There's silicone, there's metal, there's wood, there's glass. You know, anything, there's, there's clay. There, there's so many different things that sex toys are made out of. So thinking for yourself, hey, what elements out there in the world do I feel connected with or most comfortable with? Another way you could think about it is like, what are the elements that really turn me on? And then when you're thinking about the type of material, think about where you're going to be pleasing yourself. Is it in the bathtub? Are there certain materials that are more conducive to the environment that you're gonna be pleasuring yourself? Is it gonna be outside? Is it gonna be the beach? Is it really dry where you live? Is it really damp or moist where you live? So some of those things, 
And then tied into the material that you prefer is ease of cleaning. Is it something that you can throw into the dishwasher? Is it something that you can throw into the washing machine? Do you have to buy special cleaning agents or solutions? And I would actually be amiss if I didn't talk about what your budget is because the price point of pleasure products is all over the map. You can buy something for under $10 or you can buy something that's multiple thousands of dollars. Figuring out what your budget is and where you can start, and don't worry, you don't have to spend thousands of dollars or even hundreds of dollars to get a great product. You can start something small, you can start something that's more economical for you, and then you can build from there. Something else that just popped into my mind is, there's a meme that's out there, and it's a picture of a assigned in a hardware store for an aisle. I think it's aisle 15. And then underneath it says lubricants, rope and chain, screws, and tie downs. And then the text that's overlaid on top says, apparently there's a party in aisle 15. <laughs> the insinuation is you can go to a hardware store and buy different things to accentuate your sex life. Pleasure products don't have to look like a vibrator or a dildo. A pleasure product could be anything that brings you pleasure. One thing that I recommend doing maybe a couple times a year is when you're turned on, this is a, a super secret ninja move, when you're turned on or if you have plans with a partner and it's gonna be fun, it's gonna be sexy, go to your local dollar store and walk up and down the aisle and think about how could that be hot? Or how could I incorporate that into our sex play? And then go to your hardware store and go up and down the aisle with those same questions. And your imagination and your fantasies will take you places and be like, holy shit, I never thought about the dog leash at the dollar store or the feathered pen at the stationery store and what I could do in a sexual setting. And the other place that I encourage you to go check out, and this is probably more obvious, is the supermarket. Do people say supermarket anymore? The grocery store with those same questions. Again, those products are not specifically designed for sexual pleasure, but they can be used in a sexual arena and generate lots and lots of pleasure. And they don't have the price point that more traditional sex toys will have. So just a little thing uh, from the back of my mind to maybe the forefront of your mind to do and check out and have fun with. Some guidelines around sex toys is if you're going to be doing any kind of ass play with toys, make sure there's a flared base. Because if there's not a flared base, the way the sphincters in your butt work, it will suck it in and then you have a difficult time getting it out. That's where you see online people going to the hospital getting all sorts of interesting things removed from them. You don't want to be one of those people. Well, I assume you don't want to be those one of those people. So any kind of ass play, make sure there's a flared base. The other thing is, going back to materials, is staying away from the rubber jelly-like toys. Those generally have what's called phthalates in them. And phthalates are things that can chemical changes inside you and lead to cancer and are just not good things to have in you. The last thing I wanna share with you around sex toys is the importance of cleaning and safer sex. So if you have a pleasure product and you're gonna be sharing that with a partner, 
just put a condom on. Super easy, super simple. And you could take it off, put a new one on if someone else is going to be using it and just makes things a whole lot easier. Also, if you're just going to be using it for yourself and you're just like, hey, I want to have it easier to clean, put a condom on. And then cleaning all your sex toys after any kind of sexual contact is really important. If there are particular instructions on your sex toy, follow those instructions. Warm soapy water tends to work really well. If you have a metal one or a glass one, it's dishwasher safe, throw it in the dishwasher, but make sure all your sex toys are cleaned really well and dried well. You don't wanna wrap them in a wet towel or something like that afterwards, just let them air dry afterwards really important. So now let's move on to lube. Lube is your friend. It's my friend. It is everybody's friend. So what are the rules? Generally, the more lube, the better. Don't be afraid. Put down a towel, have sex on your old sheets. However, it's going to work best for you to feel comfortable in that environment. The more lube, the better. Now there's three main types of lube. There's water-based silicone-based and oil-based. Now, each and every one has different properties and benefits and drawbacks. So, with water, it's great. It's not gonna stain your sheets, it's easy on your skin, and it washes off easily in water. And it's barrier-friendly. So you can use them with your latex barriers and condoms. Now, with silicone, it's hypoallergenic. If you have sensitive skin or allergies, this is really good. To use it lasts longer than water it feels like that beautiful silky wetness on your skin it just glides really nicely and this one is barrier friendly as well uh, it doesn't pair well with silicone toys so if you have a silicone lube and you're using silicone toys it tends to degrade and break down the silicone toys that's something to keep in mind there and then lastly is oil so now oil-based lubricants, they're gonna last a long time, but they do not pair well with barriers, latex, condoms, etc. And there's a higher probability, as you can imagine, it's gonna ruin any kind of sheets or towels or pillowcases that you're gonna be using them with. And if that doesn't bother you, or if you have that sex set that you use, fill your boots, enjoy your oil-based lubrication. One of the things in the research that's there, oil-based is associated with more bacterial infections. That's something to keep in mind. For some people, it's not an issue. For some people, it is an issue. Now, in the world of lube, there's the good things, water-based, silicone-based, oil-based, and then there's a whole new natural base that are, are sourced from the essence of the earth. So that's a new world that's come out, I've seen in the last couple of years, but again, there's not a ton of research on that, so you wanna make sure that you're as comfortable with it as you possibly can be and do your own research. On that note, the things to avoid, if you're looking at the ingredients in lubrication, you wanna avoid glycerin, nanoxinol 9, petroleum, propylene glycol, I had to wrap my mouth around that one, and chlorhexidine gluconate chlorhexidine gluconate. I had to say that twice because it sounded so not nice. Those are the ingredients to avoid at all costs. And if you have some lube at your place now, go back and look at the ingredients on the bottle and make sure none of those are in it. And if there are, toss it, buy something new that doesn't have those. Whew, toys, lube, what else do you want for the holidays? 
I hope you enjoyed today and it gave you something to think about and maybe some wisdom or knowledge to pass on to somebody else in your life who may be purchasing some pleasure products for themselves, they want to upgrade what they already have, or maybe it's the first time in their life. Feel free to share this episode with them and let me know how you felt about this episode. Share, like, and subscribe as you're comfortable with and I really like hearing your thoughts about the episodes and things that you're curious about and maybe you want to hear in upcoming episodes, let me know. And don't forget, there's the cheat sheet that you can download. The link is in the show notes or you can visit sexlifeunleashed.com toys to get the cheat sheet and you can share that with someone in your life as well. Now next week is gonna be a bit of a continuation of this theme. And what often happens in the world of sex toys is women reaching out and saying, hey Steven, my partner's not comfortable with me having, buying, or using sex toys. So join me again next Thursday for that. And until then, remember, the more we understand about ourselves and each other, the less we have to fear, the more love is here. So here's to happy days and living a sex life unleashed.